This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Amazing to welcome our pal Sam Paniatovich back to You Better You Bet. In 20 minutes, we'll welcome our pal Anthony DeBundo back to You Better You Bet. Anthony will give us bets for the EPL League, the EPL League, just for the EPL. Ella's League. EPL League League. Uh, he'll give us bets for the EPL this weekend, and he'll talk some Leo Messi and Inter-Miami coming up in 20 minutes. Santa Locke will give us thoughts on the Heisman Trophy next hour, and we'll give you all our bets and thoughts on all the games in week three of the NFL preseason as we move along. But joining us right now, and this is a momentous occasion here, not just on You Better You Bet, but also here, all of us on the BetQL Network, because this Saturday, we will be debuting a new show just in time for college football. And when Ken and I got told about the show this week, like we were both, I think we, I don't think we had this conversation uh, on the, I think it was off air. We're both like, yeah. yeah, like this is going to be what a, like what a great idea just for a show period. Like the idea is great. And then B matching this talent to the show. I think the show is going to be absolutely electric. I mean, that sincerely, I absolutely can't wait for it. The, the host of BetQL tailgate kickoff is going to be our pal, Ryan Horvat. Ryan uh, will be hosting nine to 10 a.m. Eastern on the BetQL network on all platforms, right? It'll be on the air. It'll be on the radio. It'll be uh, uh, digital, it'll be YouTube, Twitch on our social channels as well. Uh, Ryan also, of course, co-host BetMGM tonight from seven to 11 p.m. Eastern on weeknights here on the BetQL network, but we can't wait to hear him on Saturdays on the BetQL tailgate kickoff. Ryan, congratulations on the show. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, how's it going? Guys, it's going great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a little upset because usually I like to be either on with you guys on camera or on the landline, but I'm stuck in traffic. I've been just stand. I, I've just been sitting here for 45 minutes. I have no clue what's going on. But I actually, you know, when I pitched the idea uh, to management, I got the idea from you guys because I think you just do such a tremendous job with. I mean, obviously the weekly show, but I love what you guys do on Sundays. You know. Uh, where's the line moving? You know, why is it down to seven right now? You know, why have we come off the key number? And I think with college football, I think it's so important because you have injuries, you have suspensions. And in the NFL, it's so easy just to kind of pay attention to all 32 teams. But in college football, it's harder than ever to keep up unless you're following like every single beat reporter. So really excited to get going for week zero. Can't wait, especially for next week for some of these big matchups, though. Ryan, uh, I know week zero, obviously, an abbreviated slate, right? And, you know, no Thursday night games tonight, no Friday night games, very abbreviated Saturday slate. There's like 150 games the next Saturday. So this is a good way to kind of like probably ease into staring at the board and following the line movement for everything and figuring out what you want to bet. Have you thought at all about I'm guessing you have because I kind of know you and that you're a college football degenerate, which I love. I'm guessing you have a lot of bets for week zero, even though there are not very many games. Are there a couple for week zero? Maybe that are some of your favorites. Obviously, Notre Dame Navy is kind of like the centerpiece game, but uh, the money counts the same no matter how random the game is. What are some of your favorite week zero bets? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think last time I was on with you guys, I talked UTEP, and I really like UTEP's win total this season, over five and a half. You know, they bring back 15 starters, and if you look at their conference future odds, you know, they're 10 to 1, 
And they bring back 15 starters. They bring back their quarterback, Gavin Hardison. They bring back their stud running back, Deion Hankins, who had over 700 yards rushing last season. But, you know, I've heard a couple people talk about this this week. You know, their star wide receiver, Tyron Smith, he's one of the better wide receivers in the country. I've heard multiple people talk about this. So he actually transferred, it looked like, to Texas A&M, but he was there for a couple weeks. He came back. He's actually going to be on the roster. So he's suiting up. He's going to play week zero. We've seen this number flip. UTEP's now a number, uh, I'm sorry, a one-point favorite. I like UTEP in this game against Jacksonville State, who's going to be playing their first FBS game. They're the newest member of Conference USA. I mean, they went 9-2 and two last year in FCS play, but this is a big step up in class. Uh, don't adjust your TVs. You're going to see Rich Rod on the sidelines. He's their head coach. But I like UTEP a lot as a one-point favorite. You brought up Navy. Uh, I'm a big Notre Dame season, even though they do lose their offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, right before the season. Uh, Sam Hartman, obviously a huge, huge upgrade at the quarterback position. But I just think 20-and-a-half is way too many points, you guys. We just saw this matchup last season. Notre Dame won that game by three points. Navy is really tough in the trenches. I think they might be able to bully Notre Dame around a little bit in this game. And uh, I think they keep it close. So I took Navy with the points, and I like the over. Love UTEP, though, on Saturday. All right, so those are some of Horvat's bets coming up on Saturday, week zero in college football. You want all the bets? You want all his analysis of all the line moves coming up on Saturday, both this Saturday and every Saturday throughout the college football season? you got to check out the BetQL tailgate kickoff 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern on all BetQL platforms starting this Saturday here featuring our pal Ryan Horvat, who also co-hosted BetMGM tonight here on the BetQL network. Uh, I'm going to go in like what, if you're listening right now or watching, be like, oh, well, that's a random like, Second question to ask after week zero. Um, I Ryan sent us some topics, things he wanted to talk about. So, Ryan, I'm going to do this organically, buddy. Uh, who do you like to win the Big Ten this year, my friend? I know because you sent it to me, but tell our listeners and viewers uh, what school you like to win the Big Ten and why. You know, I actually kind of – I mean, I hate bringing up I – mean, so, Ohio State – um, makes a ton of sense. You know, even though they lose C.J. Stroud, they have Marvin Harrison. They're going to be really good offensively, and I actually think they're going to be even better defensively this season. You look at Michigan, I think they're being hyped like they should. They're a top-five team in the country. They have a really good backfield, obviously, with Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. But Penn State, I think Penn State's actually getting slept on. I really like them on the defensive side of the ball. Really good defensive line. Even though they lose a defensive back like Joey Porter, I don't downgrade them much in the secondary. The only problem I really have with Penn State, you guys, is James Franklin. Not a huge James Franklin guy, but uh, I think they upgraded the quarterback position from John Clifford. And their running back room, I think, is very underrated. I think the running back room with, with Singleton is just as good as Michigan's backfield. So, I took a shot with Penn State. I really like the price. The only thing that kind of scares me away is James Franklin. But if you look at the schedule, really favorable. Um, so I like the number for Penn State this season, actually. Well, and I think to be fair to, to James Franklin, we don't have to be fair to James Franklin, but to be fair to James Franklin, like, I mean, Jim Harbaugh couldn't beat ranked teams, and then and then he did, and then they made the playoff twice. Like, that was the Harbaugh thing for a really long time. Why why can't James Franklin just do the exact same thing? Like, it's, like, totally, totally reasonable to think that, even though right now it sounds crazy because he, like, literally never beats Michigan, never beats Ohio State, or rarely beats either of them. Ryan, if you, if you had to pick one of Ohio State and Michigan, so I know you like Penn State. I do think this year, and this is why I press people when they say they like Penn State, I think that means you have to not like at least one of the other two teams. Like there's just not enough wins. There's they play each other in cross matches, obviously. Like 
if you had to pick one of Ohio State or Michigan to have like a two loss season or something a little off between the two schools, who would you go under on Michigan or Ohio State? Yeah, and that's a really great question, Ken, because, I mean, you know, Michigan, 15 starters are back. J.J. McCarthy's getting a bunch of love, obviously. I think they kind of, you know, take the handcuffs off a little bit, maybe let them push the ball down the field. I guess I would say Ohio State, I think, has a better shot at being a disappointment just because if you look at Michigan's schedule, like a bunch of cupcakes, and then they get Ohio State at home this season in the big house. They do travel to Penn State. So Penn State does get that game against Michigan at home, which is kind of like why I like them. It's just, you know, Michigan defensively, seven starters are back. Last season, they only gave up 292 yards per game and 16 points per game. They're just so tough defensively. So I'll say Ohio State, you know, 14 starters are only back. They get Wisconsin on that schedule. They get Notre Dame, and they get Michigan on the road, all three of those games. We don't really know what Kyle McCord is. Defensively, they should be better, but, you know, you you do worry a little bit at the linebacker position. So I'll go with uh, Ohio State as the disappointment. Michigan is, you know, that second team next to Penn State for me. Uh, we, we needed to have Ryan on the show today because Ken and I are off tomorrow and the show debuts on Saturday. Um, Ryan is obviously driving. It sounds like he's like like auditioning for the next Fast and the Furious movie. So we've got a lot of yeah, ambient noise with Ryan's Turismo. talking on. Yes, like whatever, whatever the hell Ryan's got going on here. You better you met with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. We are talking college football. The newly minted host of BetQL's tailgate kickoff every Saturday during the college football season, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. We are excited for the show. think it's an awesome idea and could not have a better person and hosting the show than our pal Ryan Horvath, who's with us now, also one of the co-hosts of BetMGM tonight. Horvey, talk to us about the Big 12 and the school you like to win this conference. All right, yeah. So, you know, last time you guys had me on, I started to talk about Oklahoma. For, for me, there's two teams, obviously, to look at in the Big 12. And, I mean, both are really chalky, obviously. But I like Texas a lot. Um <sighs> I mean, what a quarterback room. Quinn Ewers is back. If he doesn't get hurt, they beat Bama. The problem with Ewers, though, he was really inconsistent at times. He was good against Oklahoma. He threw four touchdown passes. He looked like a top-five pick. Then I believe right after that game, he went four straight games where he didn't complete 60% of his passes. Against Oklahoma State, he went something like 19 for 49. Against TCU, who didn't have a great secondary, 17 for 39. He's going to have to be way better. He's got Malik Murphy behind him. Arch Manning's on campus now. But if you look at the skill position players, man, C.J. Baxter's in the backfield. He's going to be the uh, B. John Robinson replacement. Xavier Worthy's back for his junior season. He broke their school receiving yards record for a freshman. Um, Jordan Whittington's there. Jatavion Sanders is their tight end. He caught 54 balls last year, which was the single-season record at Texas for a tight end. All five offensive linemen are back. I'm actually buying into the Texas hype. So I went over 10 wins. I do think that they win the Big 12. I do think Oklahoma improved this season, so I went over on their win total. Dylan Gabriel, when he played last year, he looked decent. 3,000 yards, I believe, 25 touchdown passes. He played in 11 games. In those games he played, they averaged over 500 total yards of offense, which was actually better than they averaged in the Lincoln-Riley offense, but they just struggled in the red zone, so they only averaged 37 points per game. The two games he missed, they averaged 12 points per game, only 275 yards per game. So as long as he stays healthy – I think he could be a dark horse Heisman candidate, and uh, I like Oklahoma, actually, to kind of bounce back this season, go over their win total. So I'm going to be chalky in the Big 12, go over on Texas, over on Oklahoma. I went under earlier this year or earlier this summer on Kansas at 6.5. Now they've adjusted that number to 5.5, so that's a stay away. That's really all I got in the Big 12 this year. 
So basically, in in Oklahoma and Texas's last season before going to the uh, going to the SEC, they'll both uh, smash everybody, which would be which would be really boring and chalky. But uh, it kind of makes sense. And Texas is like a, a really hype team this year; could be really good. So you mentioned, kind of alluded to Heisman a little bit there. Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma's quarterback, maybe a dark horse candidate. Quinn Ewers, obviously, if he stays healthy for Texas, and they're really good, maybe he could win. Caleb Williams is the favorite in the market. Obviously, he won the Heisman Trophy last year. USC plays San Jose State uh, coming up on Saturday. Kind of overarching thoughts here, right? We have a few minutes left for this, so I can kind of empty the bucket on Heisman. In about three minutes, your approach, how much you're betting this before the year, how much during the season, and a couple players that you like. Yeah, so, um, you know, a couple that I played, I like Jaden Daniels. That number's pretty much gone. I like Jordan Travis a little bit, but I think it's just getting way too much hype now. You know, I, I usually play these – I play a couple during the season. I look to get better numbers. The one guy that I played took a stab with, um, you know, it's obviously been a quarterback award, but in 2020, Devontae Smith won the Heisman. So I took a shot with Marvin Harrison Jr. just because of the price, 25-1. to 1. He's going to be a top-five pick most likely. He had a breakout season. I believe last year it was like something like 77 receptions, 1,200 yards, 14 touchdowns, which was first in the Big Ten, fourth overall in the NCAA. If he stays healthy, man, I think he could put up identical numbers to what Devontae Smith put up in 2020, which was 117 receptions. 1,800 yards, 23 touchdowns. So I like that price, 25 to 1. I mean, the quarterbacks, there's so many damn good quarterbacks this season, especially in the Pac-12. So I really like that number with Marvin Harrison, uh, 25 to 1. And then, you know, if you're looking at running backs, Braylon Allen, 80 to 1. I'm pretty high on Wisconsin, at least to go over 8.5 wins this season, year one under Luke Fickle. I know it's going to be this new air raid offense, but Tanner Mordecai did not look good in the spring game. He threw four interceptions. And Braylon Allen is still so damn good. It's still Wisconsin. They still have a decent offensive line. I really like that price, 80 to 1. Ryan, let's close with this. We got about a minute to go here. Tell the people, right, our listeners and viewers, we're getting them excited for BetQL tailgate kickoff every Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern, hosted by you. What can the people look forward to every single Saturday during college football season starting this Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern time? Well, the best part about it, I'll be in the studio. I will not be uh, stuck in traffic in Washington, D.C., so it won't be like uh, sounding like I'm in Fast and the Furious 7. But, you know, what we're going to do is take a look at where the line's moving. You know, we're going to take a look at injuries, player suspensions, maybe somebody suspended for the first half of a game, but we're going to have a lot of fun as well. Really great guests. And uh, I think it'll be different than uh, all the other college football shows. All right, so check it out. Horvey. This Saturday, every Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern, the BetQL tailgate kickoff. It is an incredible idea for a show, and like Ryan is the perfect talent to host the show. We absolutely can't wait for it. And uh, you, you don't get enough Ryan Horvat uh, coming up on Saturdays. Obviously, you can catch him for four hours every single weeknight here on the BetQL Network, one of the co-hosts of BetMGM Tonight, along with Trista Crick and Nick Ashew, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern here on the BetQL Network. Corvey, we sincerely appreciate it, my man. We will be watching coming up this Saturday. Good luck. Have a great first show. Good luck with the bets, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Brian Horvath joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I'll tell you, the uh, 11 p.m. Friday night, like sleep into Saturday morning is prop that won't be that easy. Like he'll be able to do it. The show is going to be great. Yeah, that's going to be a life adjustment for Ryan, though. Off the air, eleven o'clock Friday night. On the air, nine a.m. Saturday morning.
I think for people, he alluded to, and he was really nice what he said about our Sunday morning show, which like we work really hard at, to, you know, I have the odds board up here, like live and where I'm just kind of, as things are happening, I'm trying to explain why they're happening. As difficult as that is for me to do Sunday, I can't imagine having to host a show and do that Saturday. And I mean, almost in a good way, like there's a hundred games, stuff is moving and be like, all right, why is UTEP moving? I have to try to like figure this out in the moment. So uh, a, a, a tall order, but he's awesome at it. I think it'll be great. All right, the BetQL tailgate kickoff coming up this Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern, hosted by our pal, Ryan Horvath. Coming up next, we'll give you some soccer bets coming up for the weekend with our pal, Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.